Well, hello everybody. It's wonderful to have you with us. I pray wherever you are that you know that God is with you exactly in the place where you are. Well, we're in this series called Walking Deeper. And walking deeper is all about walking more intensely in our relationship with God, deeper into our relationship with God. Relationships don't stay the same. Healthy relationships grow. And it should be exactly the same with us and God. Now, the secret, one of the great secrets uh, to walking more deeply with God is the surrender that takes place within us. Could I ask you this question? Have you ever questioned why does God allow some of the things he does to occur? Uh, Whether it be illness, whether it be some of the violence, some of the cruelty we see in the world, some of the things that destroy things, sometimes the differences that grow between people and nations. Uh, There are so many things we simply don't understand, isn't there? And we read a story like this and it leaves Jesus's mother Mary and a father Joseph wondering what it all means. And it's in here that we're called to walk deeper in our relationship with God. Let's go to Luke chapter 2 and we're going to read verse 41. Now every year his parents went to Jerusalem for the festival of the Passover. And when he was 12 years old, they went up as usual for the festival. And when the festival was ended, they started to return and the boy Jesus stayed behind in Jerusalem. But his parents didn't know it. Mary and Joseph didn't know that he had stayed behind. Assuming that he was in the group of travellers, they went about a day's journey. And then they started to look for him among their relatives and friends. And when they didn't find him, they returned to Jerusalem to search for him. After three days, they found him in the temple, sitting among the teachers, listening to them and asking them questions. And all who heard him were amazed at his understanding and his answers. And when his parents saw him, they were astonished. And his mother said to him, Child, why have you treated us like this? Look, your father and I have been searching for you in great anxiety. And he said to them, Why were you searching for me? Did you not know that I must be in my father's house? But they didn't understand what he said to them. And when he went down with, and then he went down with them and and came to Nazareth and was obedient to them. His mother treasured all these things in her heart. It's just a fabulous passage of scripture. Jesus uh, goes on the every year uh, journey to to celebrate the Passover festival in Jerusalem and returning to Nazareth about a day's journey outside, they realised he wasn't there. They would travel in giant caravans and probably they thought Jesus was off playing with his friends. As all of us have had children know that our our children play with friends. And then they started looking for him, couldn't find him. And then they searched for three whole days. Imagine how desperate you would become after the first day let alone three days. And when they find him, Mary effectively says to him, almost you can see the anger and frustration in her. She says to him, child, why have you treated us like this? Look, your father and I have been searching for you in great anxiety. I remember when I was a little boy and I got in trouble and with my four brothers and occasionally mum and dad would say, why do you treat us like this? And it was said with great angst and great 
anger and great frustration. And here's Mary saying, why are you treating us like this? Didn't you know that we would be worried? And he said to them, why were you searching? What a strange comment. Why were you searching for me? You didn't know that I must be in my father's house. But they did not understand what he said to them. Rosemary and I have five children, as, as, as I've shared often. Our third daughter, Adrian, when she was a, a little girl, uh, very young, uh, five or six years of age, uh, at the end of the night, when Rosemary and I were going off to bed, we'd go around, give each of the kids a kiss. We'd tuck them in, make sure they were warm, going to bed. And well, we were doing that. And then we came to Adrian's bed and Adrian wasn't in the bed. Now, she, at 11 o'clock at night, five, a five, six-year-old is normally asleep and has been for a few hours. Well, I thought, oh, well, maybe she's gone to our bed and she's sleeping in our bed, but she wasn't there. I went out and had a look in the, in the lounge and she wasn't in any of the family rooms, etc. I thought she might be in one of her, her sister's or her brother's bed. She wasn't there. And I called Rosemary and I said, Adrian's missing. And I, Rosemary came and said to me, it's 11 o'clock at night. How can Adrian, who's five years old, be missing? And sure enough, Rosemary had a look and sure enough, she wasn't there. I remember I even walked outside the house, opened the door of the house. I walked around the house looking for this five-year-old. And Rosemary and I were super concerned. You know how you go back to the same place and you look multiple times. We were very frightened that something had happened to her. And we were standing in the passageway between our bedroom and where her bedroom was. And we saw and, and, and we could see in the distance her bed. And then all of a sudden we saw this little movement underneath the bed. And it was a hand. And what had happened is she had rolled out of the bed, fallen onto the ground and then rolled under the bed and she was there all along we just couldn't see her but the panic in us at that late hour of the night was huge mary and joseph would have panicked like that but for us it just went on for a little while for them it went on for days and when they find this little boy they say son why have you treated us like this he answers and says, i'm going to be in my father's house and they don't understand and here we learn something about walking deeper. There is simply so much, you and I, when it comes to God, that we do not understand. Mary, we know, didn't lose her faith for not understanding. We know the story of Mary, who she is and who she would become even more. Her faithfulness to being beside Jesus, no matter what happened. And for us, as we grow deeper, the spiritual life is the acceptance that we do not understand. The acceptance that there are things that make no sense to us. The acceptance that things that make us angry, like tragedy, like violence, like so many things that we see that we just can't explain in the world. Spiritual maturity is the ability to accept and say, God, my trust is in you. My trust is not in what I see. Again, my trust is in you. My trust is not in what I can see or I understand. This passage of scripture is one you should pray over and over and over again so that we, like Mary and Joseph, can say, I don't understand, but I will live in peace. Because what does it say that Mary did? Um, and, then it's, and they went down with them and then he just went down with them and came to Nazareth and was obedient to him them and his mother treasured all these things in her heart her mother put them all in what does this mean how does this affect me
What, how do I walk more deeply with who this Jesus is? It was a remarkable passage of scripture. Walk deeper. To walk deeper, it's not just understanding the story, it's allowing us encounter, to encounter the story and then to stop and say, there are so many things I don't understand too. Am I able to treasure these things in my heart and walk with Jesus and walk more deeply? It's an amazing passage of scripture. Well, a couple of days ago, I talked about the fact that for everybody who was financially supporting the ministry so that we can share the gospel with even more people, particularly as Lent is about to come, that I would love to give you as a gift uh, uh, my, recent, my most recent e-book uh, that I've just released. What I didn't say is to everybody who is one of our Faith Builder partners, that is someone who gives on a regular basis, you will just be getting that automatically because you have gone into our website, you've set up a way to contribute, and I rely on you absolutely to do it all the time. You'll be just getting that automatically. For everyone else who wants to receive it, uh, you can go to this address or go to the Give tab. You determine how much you should give and it will be sent to you. So I apologise to all of our Faith Builder partners. It's automatically coming to you uh, in the next few days. Hey, God bless you. Let's pray and ask the Lord to be with us. Lord God, there are so many things we don't understand. And yet we're called to trust and be at peace in you. Lord, allow us to walk deeper in our trust of you. And Father, we make this prayer in the name of Jesus through the power of your Holy Spirit. Amen. God bless you all, everybody. See you tomorrow. And don't forget wherever you are that God is never far from you.